death can be, particularly for those suffering with grief. Light and life are greater as we face the future. Taking a look at the top stories this week, I'm Jim Watkins with your coronavirus update for October 24th. Top on our news, the CDC advisory board unanimously agreeing to recommend COVID vaccines to be included in annual immunization schedules for children has met stiff opposition. 19 state governors have responded this week saying they would not even consider enforcing the mandate, including Ron DeSantis from Florida, who said he would use his authority to block enforcement since there is still too much we do not know about the long-term effects of the vaccinations for young children. The Surgeon General of Florida also recently called for a halt of all COVID vaccines for children, citing concerns over efficacy and the possibility of unknown long-term side effects. The Epic Times reports fourth and eighth grade students had the largest ever decline in math this year in nearly every state, according to a national educational assessment. Across the U.S., math scores saw their largest decreases ever. Reading scores dropped to levels not seen in 30 years. Nearly 40% of all eighth grade students failed to grasp basic math concepts. No single state reported any notable improvement in average test scores. Known as the nation's report card, it's seen as the first nationally representative study of the pandemic's impact on learning and the results of keeping students at home using virtual classrooms. The effectiveness of the Pfizer and the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccines turns negative against severe COVID-19 months after administration, according to a new study. A single dose of the Pfizer vaccine was pegged at negative 121% effectiveness on day 84 and negative 85 at day 98. A second Pfizer dose held up better, but still dipped below 50% at day 98, researchers concluded. A single dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine turned negative at day 70, and a second dose turned negative at day 84, according to the paper, which was published by the International Journal of Epidemiology. Negative effectiveness means a vaccinated person is more likely to experience a condition than an unvaccinated person. The negative effectiveness estimates in the study means vaccinated people were more likely to experience COVID-19 than unvaccinated people. A federal court ordered that Dr. Anthony Fauci and other top officials testify under oath at depositions in a case that has uncovered evidence of alleged federal government collusion with big tech companies to censor news and to discredit therapies that would have saved thousands of lives. The attorney generals of Louisiana and Missouri and other plaintiffs allege that Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases, and President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor and other defendants colluded and coerced social media companies to, quote, suppress disfavored speakers, viewpoints, and content, end quote, regarding COVID-19. U.S. District Judge Terry Dowdy went a step further than a previous ruling that forced written testimonies and ordered Fauci and other defendants to testify under oath at depositions. A group of senators is urging a U.S. agency to suspend its funding to the nonprofit that funneled money for years to the Wuhan laboratory in China where it is suspected the coronavirus emerged. Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas and eight colleagues 
called on Samantha Power, administrator for the U.S. Agency for International Development, to suspend money from three grants that total millions of dollars to EcoHealth Alliance, the New York-based nonprofit that has a close relationship with the Wuhan Institute of Virology and, in fact, worked outside of U.S. protocols to develop gain-of-function research in Wuhan from 2014 to the present. Quote, U.S. aid is empowered through federal laws and policies to immediately suspend its awards to EcoHealth, end quote, citing federal law that enables the suspension of awards when it is deemed to be in the public interest. Multiple studies have shown that COVID spike proteins is a highly toxic and inflammatory protein capable of causing pathologies in its hosts. The presence of spike protein has been strongly linked with long COVID as well as post-vaccine symptoms. Studies have shown that spike proteins are often present in symptomatic patients, sometimes even months after infection or vaccinations. The numbers of so-called long COVID and post-vaccine cases have been climbing in the United States, increasingly posing as a healthcare problem. Most recently, young children are experiencing a high level of respiratory virus problems with some attributing that to the lack of immunity development by keeping children at home during the lockdowns. Data from the CDC estimates that about 15 million Americans are currently experiencing immunity issues. Over 880,000 adverse effects have been reported to uh, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, the database for possible post-COVID vaccine symptoms, including over 14,000 deaths. And now taking a look at the numbers of COVID cases and COVID-related deaths on our seven-day trends. Cases in the United States dropped 38% from an average of 37,400 cases per day to just over 23,000 cases being reported on average per day. Deaths from COVID-related illness are also declined from week to week, 38% from 308 average daily deaths per day related to COVID-19 to 188 per day, that according to Johns Hopkins Medical Center. Globally, no country reported more than double-digit deaths or more than 100 deaths. On Sunday, Russia leading the pack with 88 deaths reported on Sunday. 438 total deaths related to COVID overall was the total yesterday, slightly lower than the 1,200 persons per day average. The percentage, incidentally, from week to week has dropped 13%. The latest information and the numbers follow our online site, endtimes.report. That's endtimes.report, our new online partner where you can get daily information on COVID-19 and its effects here at home in the United States and around the world. With your coronavirus update for Monday, October 24th, I'm Jim Watkins.